Hi there, my name is Susan Buckley and you are very welcome back to our podcast, Marketing in the Mornings, full of hotel marketing tips from ourselves here at NetAffinity. So we hope you are all safe and well. Um, for this week, we're going to look at two new topics. The first being looking at the anatomy of a Facebook ad. So what is a Facebook ad and what's it made up of? And then taking a look uh, forward to Mother's Day and how you can develop an organic marketing strategy for this um, upcoming event. So let's start off with the anatomy of a Facebook ad. So Facebook has several different campaign types that have different ad formats depending on your business goal. It's important that you choose the right ad format for each campaign. Firstly, you must decide on the goal or purpose of the campaign. So for example, is it for awareness or do you want to drive conversions? Um, and this will help determine what ad format you should use as each ad format is designed for a different goal. So to take a look at a Facebook ad itself, let's, let's break down the different um, subsections within that. So the first thing to look at is obviously the image or video that you choose for your ad. So it's important that you choose an image or video that represents your brand and obviously attracts your target audience. It needs to stand out in what is now a very busy newsfeed. So the best ratio for a standard newsfeed image or video ad is square 1080 by 1080 pixels or above. If you want to learn more about the required ad images for Facebook and Instagram, you can find more information on our knowledge base. The next part of um, a Facebook ad is the headline, which is directly below the image or video. So this can have a huge impact on ad performance. The headline needs to be simple and to the point in order to catch people's attention. The next part of a Facebook ad is the primary text. So this is the portion of text that sits above the image or video. Technically, it can be as long or short as you want, but there's a few things that you need to keep in mind with this. The first thing is on some non-newsfeed placements, the text will get truncated to a maximum of 125 characters. And then on mobile, which is by far our most important placement, to put this into context, something like 99% of people would view Facebook on their phones rather than on a desktop. So with this in mind, for mobile placements, only the first three lines of text are shown before the see more option needs to be clicked on to see the full ad text. So that means that it's really important if you are having a long um, primary text that you front load the text. So what I mean by that is put anything really important in the first sentence. And the next thing then in a Facebook ad is the call to action button. So this is at the bottom to the right. So this button obviously encourages users to click on the ad and visit your website. You can tailor this to say, you know, learn more, book now, shop now, or whatever is best for that particular ad. And then lastly, we have the description. So this section of the text sits underneath the headline and won't be displayed for all placements. Usually it will only be displayed on a desktop newsfeed or sometimes on the mobile newsfeed, but only when the headline is really short and leaves space for it. So this is a good place to highlight any you know, unique selling points or something that's nice to say, but not integral to the ad itself. And then when we think about performance metrics for Facebook ads, so there's a few things that we look at that indicate the ad health and performance. So the first one is obviously results. So this is landing page views, which is clicking on a link, or leads, which is email sign-up form submitted. So it depends on the type of campaign that you're running. Uh, next is impressions. So this is the number of times that an ad was displayed. Uh, then is purchases. So this is bookings made by someone who clicked on an ad, but it's any booking made on the site, so not necessarily from the offer advertised, if that makes sense. And then lastly is conversion value. So this is the total value of all bookings made by the ad. So next, let's take a look at uh, Mother's Day and how we can build an organic marketing strategy around this. If you're not aware, Mother's Day is fast approaching. This year, it's taking place on Sunday, the 14th of March. 
although hotels will obviously be remaining closed for this day, there is an opportunity to include Mother's Day in your messaging. So we don't recommend investing heavily on, you know, Mother's Day paid marketing because obviously hotels are closed, but we do encourage you to include it in your organic marketing strategy. Um, So some things to keep in mind with this is create a Mother's Day voucher on your website. So people will tend to buy smaller voucher amounts for things like champagne, afternoon tea, lunch, dinner, or maybe an overnight package. So try and get creative with it. Also update your action bar if you have one with Mother's Day uh, voucher or offers. Then send an e-sign to your customer base to promote Mother's Day vouchers and gifts. And then lastly, um, do create some organic posts on social. So tell people if you provide an afternoon tea for delivery or if you have things like gift vouchers or hampers, um, whatever it is that you're offering for Mother's Day, tell your customers about it. So thank you very much for tuning in this week. That's it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you found it useful. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast. Um, We're available on Spotify, Apple Music and SoundCloud. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we'd love if you could subscribe. Please subscribe to our blog to keep up with our latest news and updates. And also don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn to keep up with when the next webinar and podcast will be coming out. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. And we will be back next week. Bye.